welcome back to Hot Tea, Hot Takes, where the tea is hot and the takes are hotter. I'm Erin. And I'm Evangeline. And we're excited. This week we are going to be talking about females in rap. Yep, we are talking about uh, the female rappers that we love, some of the controversy surrounding uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B's new single, and uh, what we think about that. Yes, indeed. And I am excited for that conversation. And I'm going to just correct myself right away. I mean, I would say women in rap. I said females, in, but well, I don't like when we're referring to females, like when we talk about women, we call them females. I think it's a little dehumanizing. It is a little bit. I mean, like, I totally get why you said it. We People say it all the time, but sometimes it can start to be used as a way to say, uh, to kind of compartmentalize people and say, oh, you're just a female rapper. Exactly. Or like to just say, well, females be like, and then uh, it, yeah. it, it gets very, uh, very... But it's an easy thing to slip into. I totally get it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so yeah, we were just, what was inspired, we were inspired by the recent sort of controversy i would call it a non-troversy over <laughs> the um the cardi b situation cardi b and megan Thee stallion um released a song of course by now you've all heard it wap wap that wap and um for the purposes of this podcast and for our sponsorships we're going to keep it pg but y'all know what wap means and you can always waffles to, and pancakes and worship and praise i thought it was. yeah worship and praise oh, yeah. i think so yeah i don't know <laughs> wing boards and Pineapples? Pineapples? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's just call it WAP. That's yeah, let's, let's stick with WAP. But anyway, um, so this song, you know, and we're not just going to talk about WAP, but but this is sort of, it has brought to a head a lot of conversation lot of, about yeah, a lot of, women in rap. And, um, a lot and, of issues that have gone on for a long time have yeah. been brought to life again because of this song. Uh, things that people have been arguing about for years. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's very specific. Like you can see a lot of different issues uh, in the way that we view female rappers in the discourse surrounding this song. Um, what did you think of it? How do you feel about the the WAP? The WAP. Well, see, the thing is, it, I thought it was very interesting because, like, okay, so I heard about that there was a new song. I think it. I heard that the, uh, Cardi B had released a new song, and I generally follow what Cardi B does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like the biggest Cardi B fan, but I I like a lot of her stuff, and I'll listen to it. And I heard she had released a song. I'm like, oh, when I get a chance, I'm going to listen to it. And then a few days later, I think what ma- what convinced me I had to listen to it was I saw this tweet from this like congressman or somebody who was running for it, Congress. I think it was at least yeah. a senator or representative or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And he was like, uh, he said something like, you know, this is what happens when people, when women grow up without Jesus. Yeah. Without figures. God in their life. Yeah. Without God and without a father figure. I listen. he said, I listened to this song accidentally. <laughs> and, I, Oops, oh no. and it was the worst thing I've ever heard. I wanted to pour holy water in my ears. And uh, I feel sorry for little girls that they grow up with this as their role model. And there were, just so many things wrong with that. I don't even know where to begin. Exactly. I I, I feel like this is something we're probably going to talk about here in a minute, but um, the pressure on women uh, in the spotlight to be role models is something. And, you know, of course, if you have a platform, you want to be a good role model. But it feels always like when we talk about women expressing their sexuality, it comes back to what if a little girl sees this? What are you teaching them? Like you're, you're leading them down the road of sin. And I think it's a lot of pressure to be put on somebody who is just expressing themselves for who they are right now. Um, and it's a very, it's a shaming way of, of talking about music in this way. Absolutely. And I think that it's kind of an issue of like, people talk about women as if it's women, they particularly put that responsibility at the feet of female performers. Um, when they say that, you know, you, um, you know, it's your responsibility to raise the, what about the children? And I just think like, I, I it's funny. I was thinking about it a lot back when um, Miley Cyrus first like came on the scene with this completely different conversation but it's kind of related where she was doing things that were more like sexual and people were saying like oh what a role model for the kids or whatever and she basically said yeah it's not my job to be a role model for your kids which you know whether you agreed with what she was doing at that time or not I think she had a point Mm -hmm. I don't see that it is anybody's job to raise your Mm -hmm. kids for you Mm -hmm. it's not as though they were releasing this on Sesame Street like it's clearly not for (laughs) children yeah nobody hears a male rapper and says think of the children well some people do but like a few people are like you know if, if, if Lil Wayne makes an explicit song at most, the, the pearl clutchers just ignore him. Like, most mm-hmm. people, they don't like him, but they also don't listen to him. They don't go out of their way to be like, oh, think of the little boys and how you're affecting them. So the fact that 
that there is so many there so much pressure on women like you said the pressure and it's like the first thing we go to is what about the little girls who are following this as their role model it's like well who told them to do that <laughs> and I mean, I think a lot of times when men get flack for the content of their songs, it has to do more with uh, violence than mm-hmm. or drug use than sexuality. Yeah, um, I think people would. Yeah, I think people are more mad when they hear somebody talking about murder, which you know that's a big deal, obviously, than they do about like you know my p word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I can't wait to get into that. The male, the male p word. You know <laughs> what I mean, guys, yes. ladies. Um, they, they people don't give them as much flack for talking about sexuality than women. And what's unfortunate is maybe the pressure is more on Cardi and Megan, Nikki, all of them to be a role model because there haven't been as many. And so they know that they're representing a underrepresented demographic, um, of black women in rap, um, or just women in rap in general. And so of course they're like, well, I, you know, there aren't as many female rappers as there are male rappers. So maybe the pressure feels like the spotlight is more harshly on them to be a role model Mm. where that's not really fair. They're just, they're just artists. Like all the male rappers, they should be treated the same way. But unfortunately there's been a, you know, just not as many women who have been able to thrive in this industry because of like the standards that were set and the barriers that were there. So I'm sure that they feel uh, more pressure in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And going back on, like, because you asked me what I thought of the song, cause that's more just my reaction to people's mm-hmm. reaction to it. than I wouldn't listen to it. And I mean, it's, you know, certainly very explicit, but I would say mm-hmm. that it's not much more explicit than a lot of the other stuff. I mean, maybe it's more intentionally explicit, but like, Meg Thee Stallion and just Cardi B, both rappers that I've listened to quite a bit, never have shied away from sexual no, topics. No, from their the music. beginning, never. Yeah. So I just like I don't know what people were expecting them to rap about, like the alphabet. Like you know, it's just like I, I don't. To me, it was a like I said, a non-troversy. I was like, oh, they think about sex. Yeah. Like who cares? Like if people were acting like, oh my gracious, oh, think of the children. I'm like, yeah. yeah when was the last time you listened to Meg Thee Stallion? Like you don't listen to her anyway. It's not the first time she's talked about it. It won't be the last. Mm-hmm. Like and Meg Thee Stallion herself, she tweeted out recently. She was like, you know, people will sing slob on my knob, no problem. But as soon as I just think about whack, you got an issue. And it's like it's so true that there's so much of a double standard. Well, granted. You know, I don't think that people like Ben Shapiro, which we get to, um, listen to people like Lil Wayne or Kendrick Lamar or whatever. They right. Vastly different rappers. But the point is, if a male rapper makes a sexual reference, I'm sure that the pearl-clutching crowd doesn't like it. But like I said, it's easy to ignore it. Yeah. They just don't listen to it. And they don't bother making whole breakdown right. videos on their podcast about why they don't like it. Right. Or reading out the lyrics. And uh, I just think that the focus on it is so strange to me. And a lot of the conversation surrounding it is just deeply rooted in misogyny where it's like okay women are not allowed to enjoy sex women are not allowed to express their sexuality if they do they are shamed they're tramps they're whores they're encouraging little girls they're going to entice all of the little girls in the world to become strippers right. and i'm like I, I don't think so i don't think that's quite how that works i i think that just like not every boy becomes a drug dealer because they listen to a male rapper doesn't right. mean that every girl is going to become a stripper and even if you know they are it's not like strippers are less deserving of respect but i just think the whole idea of you know okay so there's this like women have this expectation like women must be pure like i I, someone tweeted me because i had tweeted out about it um recently on my personal twitter and i had tweeted um at the the real rin star always be plugging and um and i had tweeted like i don't understand how in the year of our lord 2020 it's such it's like breaking news that you know these that cardi mm-hmm. b and like this time are rapping about her vaginas and somebody said something like they responded to me and they were so um like they were like no this is um uh, this is so much worse because yeah here we go I'm like literally talking as I'm trying to play because putting media like that out into the real world has real effects on our society. It's just, it's even more shocking. It's just even more shocking when women put this sort of thing out since we are the ones who bear the brunt of the negative changes. It matters. And I'm sorry, I just cannot get on board with the idea of women folk exercising their sexual agency as ruining our society. No. And uh, I also disagree with the fact that anything like this being put on to, like, if women put it out, it's worse. Like, no, 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 no. Like, sexual content is sexual content. And I honestly think this is positive sexual content. I would rather them be expressing this positive more consensual like Mm -hmm. talk about sex than anything that involves 
abuse or um, the kind of coercion that a lot of rappers talk about. Um, like, like Rick I Ross much... took her home and I enjoyed that. She didn't even know it. Was it Rick Ross that said that? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. But like, that's, I would much rather we be talking about this in a positive way than any kind of like, you know, and, and I'm not saying all male rappers talk about sex that way, but uh, I don't agree that it's worse if it's a woman talking about it. Um, and honestly, I think that the more open we are about sex and the way that we talk about it, it's actually going to lead to more people being uh, more comfortable in their sexuality and also hopefully help people avoid situations where there can be negative mm-hmm. effects from sex. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Yeah, I hope hopefully. So. And I think that also the, uh, you know, Car- it's so funny you talk about traditional values and women negatively affected. It's ironic because uh, Cardi herself, I pointed out to you right before we started recording that in the article, in the lyric, she says something like, I don't cook, I don't clean. Let me show you how I got this ring. Like she's married and she's made no secret of that. She's married and she's a mother. Yeah. She has a kid. And, um, and she's talked about her husband as her husband before, which is something that we don't really see a lot in hip hop is people talking about a committed yeah. um, monogamous relationship. Yeah. So the fact that even as she's singing about her WAP, she is you know, making her husband. <laughs> reference to the fact that she is married and that the yeah. WAP, you know, she gives it to her husband as opposed to just any old person. And I think that Maybe the stallion comes from more of, I think, a single gal standpoint. But either way, it's two different perspectives. And the fact that she's bringing that up, I think, is an interesting perspective. It's more than just sex. Like, obviously, it is sex. But, like, why shouldn't women enjoy sex? Like, you might not feel particularly comfortable with the language or the crudeness, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. I don't think there's anything misogynistic about just not liking the song. But if you, the reason you don't like it is because you don't think women should be allowed to talk like that. Yeah. And you don't have nearly that much objection to men talking the exact same way. Right. Mm, you're sexist my dude like like you know I think part of it to me is that they are so upfront and obvious with what they're saying I mean obviously the name of the song is an acronym but they say it many times in the song and I think that we are so used to metaphor um that it's like we have to call it uh I don't I'm not even gonna start yeah or like with you know with men it's like this is my lollipop this is my whatever eggplant like we are only comfortable with like metaphor and they're like no I'm gonna say what it is I'm gonna say it um and like i uh, i have all my own issues so like you know a little, so me a little bit i'm like uh, hmm, you know like i'm still overcoming a few things but like um i think that people are uncomfortable with people stating things as they are we would rather hear like my vagina is like a beautiful garden a <laughs> fainting daisy i don't know it's i think maybe part of it is because they are like really upfront with it um because, you know, there's not a lot of songs that are just, like, hard-ass P-word. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I said ass. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> You'll be okay. Uh, I, I'm not so much worried about that. It's more of the... the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because as we end this... Per- a male P-word, you know what I mean? This is the perfect segue, actually, because we're, we're going to, as I promised, we're going to talk about more than just WAP in this episode. But before we move on, I really do want to share with you the absolute beautiful glory yeah. that is this uh, WAP remix. It's not even really a remix. It's just... So Ben Shapiro, I mentioned his name before, and if you don't know, he's a conservative commentator, and you know he gives a lot of takes that nobody really asked for. And one of the on things that have nothing to do with him. things that have nothing to do with him, and for whatever reason, on his own podcast, he decided that everyone needed to hear his take on this song and how offended he was by its vulgarity, and he decided to express this by literally sitting down and reading almost all of the words out loud. Except, of course, he self-censored everything except ass. And so like, <laughs> I guess that one's okay for him. But um, yeah, and I just need to play you a snippet of this because it's something else. And the, and the, the wonderful, beautiful um, Grand Day with two Ys, I think, on YouTube made this recording. And I hope they don't mind us playing a snippet of it. But you've got to listen funny. to it. Horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. I said certified freak seven days a week wet ass p-word make that pullout game weak yeah 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 you effin with some wet ass p-word bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass p-word give me everything you've got for this wet ass p-word beat it up n-word catch a charge extra large and extra hard put this p-word right in your face swipe your nose like a credit card hop on top i want to ride i do a kegel well it's inside spit in my mouth look in my eyes this p-word is wet come take a dive 
it's such a his voice is so funny it's such a uh hop on pop kind of dr seuss way that he's reading it so it sounds like he's reading just like a nursery rhyme it's very weird that he read it like that it's very strange and think it like when you read the unedited version when you just read it's just the like it's I it's can't so think of something more supremely unnecessary than this nerdy little white man reading these lyrics out aloud like it's a Shakespeare poem. It yeah, was just so weird. bizarre. And I love the way the flow of the of that edit, like when he says, bring a bucket and a mop. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I mean. Flow really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. He admits it, it slaps. He just won't say it. <laughs> exactly. He won't say it. He won't say it out loud, but 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 he unintentionally made the hit of 2020 right there. Amazing. Anyway, um, I think this is a good place for a uh, word from our sponsors. Yep, let's go hear from them. All right, welcome back. So, and we've talked about the WAP, but we need to expand a little bit and talk about, you know, women in rap in general, because I think, as I said, the conversation about um, WAP and, you know, Cardi and Megan and whether they're, uh, you know, bad influences on women, blah, 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 um, speaks to a larger conversation about women in rap in general. This is not the first time that women have reclaimed their sexuality in music. However, it is perhaps one of the more explicit times. And this conversation kind of tells us that, you know, the conversation is not over. There are a lot of other women in rap. And I feel like we're finally at a point now where it feels like there are a lot of options for mm-hmm. female Styles, rappers. Yeah. Styles. It's like, you know, it used to be like, I, people would say, who is that guy that got in trouble a couple, like last year or something for saying that all that women rappers talk about is their vaginas. And um, I can't remember. I can't remember his name, but I remember he got called out by a lot of people who were like, were like hey dude, you're just like not, just because you choose not to listen to the variety of rap oh, that's out there doesn't mean that yeah, it doesn't exist. It's, it's embarrassing <laughs> for him because it means that he's not listening very fully because there are so many different um, uh, there are as many women rappers as there are types of, you know, things to talk about, uh, types of rap and uh, people talking about their individual experiences. Um, and if all you're hearing is, you know, talking about their, you know, vaginas and that, whatever, then maybe that's what you're listening for. It starts exactly. to be like, are you it's really listening? So, um, yeah, there are some amazing women rappers right now. Um, I love specifically hearing more and more kind of, Women rappers who are bringing in other styles of music, I think specifically of Rico Nasty, who's kind of uh, edgy and she has such a cool style all her own, um, doing collaborations with a lot of different people, Charlie XCX, obviously Doja Cat, um, different people. And I love that she refuses to have a typical female rapper thing. She does the uh, the dark clothes and the kind of goth look sometimes. She does the kind of e-girl look sometimes too. Um, because she just wants to express herself how she wants to express herself. She doesn't feel like she has to be boxed in. Um, but of course we can't, you know, talk about female rap without going back to the queen, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, are you a Nicki Minaj fan? Yeah, I mean, basically, like, you know, the thing is, I, and I mentioned this to you when we were talking about, like, doing this episode, I was like, with both, so for a while, it was like Nicki and Cardi, like, literally, like, Nicki had been on the scene for yeah. about a decade, and Cardi just kind of popped onto the scene, and like, immediately, it was like pitting them against each other. Cardi's even made reference to this, how it's like, everyone was trying to pit them against each other, like, right out of Cardi's game. It's like, oh, another woman rapper, they must fight. Why do they have to fight? Like, why can't, if they're not, they don't like the same kind of music. Uh, Nikki is a lot more seasoned. She's been around a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Her style is completely different. And it was just sort of unnecessary to mix them. And not to say that I think Nikki or Cardi particularly helped with this beef. They had the showdown at the gala gala, or whatever. They had the whole issue with the motorsport verse and then Nikki was kind of, I don't think either of them necessarily acted extremely mature in that situation. And Nikki is, both of them have done things that are questionable to say the least. Uh, Nikki especially has made some choices. She's, um, you know, continues her relationship with, uh, six nine, which I truly wish would cease. Um, I know <laughs> Nikki. Nikki knows that she has a platform, and to continue working with someone who has uh, committed the crimes that Takashi Six Nine has committed is just, I think, kind of out of line. Um, 
and I think she knows. I mean, I've read interviews with her, and she, I think, she wants to continue working with him as an artist. But the problem is, you can't divorce. A yeah, person it's from... very, especially because they like won't go away. It's like there was a moment there where I thought Takashi Six Nine was really going away, and then he yeah. just got out of jail and started making music like nothing ever with happened. Minaj. He's literally trying to be the most hateable person in the whole. Oh, who's mad? I'm mad. I'm bad. Big man. Like oh I just gosh. like. I mean, he's trying to piss you off, and he's succeeding. But like, I don't understand why. Like, in 2020 wouldn't give us a break. We couldn't even yeah, get a break no, from Takashi Six Nine. Anyway, that's another story for another day. But um, yeah, so I wish that that friendship would stop. But anyway, you know, but as, as an artist, as an artist, yes, I do like Nikki a lot. I like mm-hmm. a lot of her music. I think a lot of her verses are very good. I was telling you that. I think a lot of her stuff is aged extremely well. Like yeah. a lot of her audios are trending on TikTok now. And, and it's old, yeah, old songs. Old songs. And it's like, oh wow, this verse is really good. Or it's a verse that I had heard, but I hadn't like paid attention to it. I listened to it again. Like, oh, pretty good, pretty good. Um Can't forget her verse on Monster. Oh yes, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, she's got I mean, yeah, she's got a lot of incredible verses. She's got a lot of incredible um wordplay and everything. And like I said, it's not that there weren't female rappers before her, you know, Sophie Obviously, Bug, yeah. Her, her mama, whatever, Lil' Kim, I mean. But um but she kind of sort of reinvented the game. And for a while, she was really the only woman in the game um, of significance. Yes, she <laughs> was She was holding her own um, or surpassing male rappers and kind of set the stage for people like Megan and Cardi to be successful now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, yeah, I wish that they hadn't been pitted against each other. It's hard to know how much that was kind of created yeah. um, as a media thing. Um, but what's nice now is to have more female rappers like out in out in the mainstream makes it harder and harder to say like oh they're all enemies no they're yeah. not they're all doing their own thing they're all artists they're doing their own they they're making the music they want to make and so it's not so much like the same kind of rapper who's gonna win like yeah. that sort of thing which you know even like you said from the beginning cardi and nikki did not rap the same way cardi had this kind of like style where she was so kind of fresh on the scene mm-hmm. and provocative and Nikki is very controlled in a lot of the ways that she raps, but also then she had the whole Roman thing where she was crazy and like, um, they're just different artists. She's through a lot of evolutions too. Absolutely. Like she, or when she first came out, she was doing the whole like, I'm crazy, I'm a crazy Barbie. And well, even before Starships, like I think the first song I heard was Bedrock. Remember that? that, that I do remember that. Was, like, that. the first time we met her and Drake, I think, and a couple other people. Very few of those people survived into the next decade. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then she- I she's definitely evolved she has um she having this kind of longevity means that you get to reinvent yourself a lot of times and she's done it successfully every time yeah like chung lee is nothing like um her early stuff or like even the starship stuff is yeah the the pop stuff she was doing for a while but um but yeah like a lot of her like her new stuff's like oh this is really good but um yeah she needs to and again, she's the only thing that makes the the new her the new song she did with Takashi Six Nine worth listening to at all. Her verse, yeah, her verse is, is great, but I don't <laughs> want to listen to it because I don't want to listen to him. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So definitely setting the stage and like I said, kind of laying down the groundwork for people like Cardi. But then even after that, we got a lot more female rapper influence mm-hmm. or hip hop influence in general. Like we got Lizzo. Now Lizzo was not exclusively hip hop, but she does do a lot of hip hop. Um. And rap, and she, she she brought the whole big girl love thing mm-hmm. to the to the scene, which is great. And she's you know making a name. She certainly made a name for herself. And then we've got a lot of these. I want to say underground. They kind of were underground. Yeah. For a while they're starting to break out though. I mean, Tierra Whack was mm-hmm. this Tierra Whack was in Black is King, right? Which one was yes, Black? Tierra yeah, Whack was yeah. in Black is King. She was just on a song on Lil Yachty's new album. She's so inventive. She's funny. She. It does not take herself too seriously, but I love that she covers like a lot of different topics. Like you've probably heard Hungry Hippo. If you haven't, go listen to that. It's such a great song. Um, she kind of has a little bit of a, very, she's very introspective. Um, she doesn't have to feel, she doesn't feel like she has to be flashy all the time. And I like that about her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And kind of like a Kendrick vibe. Yeah, I, I get, quieter, I get, um, and again, I don't, I don't want to make this about comparing female rappers to male rappers because it's not about like, oh, you're all, you're like the female, whatever. I'm not trying to say that, but um, I do think that in terms of the more like when you compare Kendrick to a lot of other rappers, he's not a mumble rapper mm-hmm. and he's not a, um, he's not like you know someone who's doing necessarily screaming. He's not screaming. He's not. He doesn't 
And not that he doesn't talk about sex at all, but he's definitely not doing like a Lil Wayne type thing or even a Drake type thing. He's got his own He's He's lane. more poetic to me. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's what Tierra is exactly, like too. Exactly, more poetic. Um, and Rhapsody too, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's very poetic. She's got a lot of, um, you know, just in- introspective kind of lines mm-hmm. to it, which I think is um, it's great because like, again, it's like there's so much out there. And ironically, I, her, I think I started following both Rhapsody and Tierra Whack because Cardi B recommended them. Oh, really? Yeah, That's because cool. when, so back when that controversy was happening, and of course, like, bothers me that I can't remember the name. I don't want to look it up right now. But um, the um, the guy that was saying that, oh, all women rappers are the same, and Cardi made a whole video, and she was like, no, she's like, I talk about my P word because I love it. But, you know, that's me. That's my style. But there's plenty of female rappers that are doing other things. And she listed a bunch of them in Rhapsody and Tierra Whacker among them. Um, and, oh, and I think Chica. Yeah, she she shouted out Chica, too, in that video. Oh, she's um, great. Chica's another one that is just, you, you got to follow her um, on it, on um, Twitter. And you got to listen to her music because it, she's got a, just a great vibe. She does a lot of the singing and hip hop, like singing and rapping. But I remember I, I first, I, in fact, I think, again, I think it was Cardi B. Because Cardi B has... Um, Jermaine Dupree? Yeah, I think Jermaine it was. Jermaine, yeah, Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, that, that's what Who it was. said that about um, Yeah. And thank you. And, um, but basically, um, I think Cardi is the one who put Chica on her page, too. Because Cardi does do a pretty good job of, like, trying to shout out other people. And Cardi's been politically active and that kind of thing. You know, yeah, she she did a video chat with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, like, she's she's been, like, she's really tried to make it make herself known as more than just, you know, I'm yes. not just an entertainer. I have a brain. I'd like to use it. I, I'm intelligent, you know, just because I speak mm-hmm. a certain way or act a certain way doesn't mean that I can't carry myself like an adult. Um, and I think that that is, you know, commendable of her. If you haven't seen the genius interview with Megan the stallion um, about, I think it was savage um, where she says, you know, people tell me all I do is twerk. That's not true. I'm in school. I'm a dog mom. I love my friends. I mean, it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like she is, you know, she's a fully rounded out human. Like she's fully realized and people are like, all you do is twerk. I mean, it's, it must be a hard position to be in. And she carries herself, I think very well. She, she leads beach cleanups and walks on the beach and picks up trash Mm -hmm. with all her fans. Like I, I respect her too, because I think that she's trying to show that she's more than just Mm -hmm. one thing. Let's talk about Megan Stallion for a minute because we kind of skipped over her. Yeah. But um, Megan Stallion, back to whack for a second, carries that song. Megan Stallion in general, she burst onto the scene last summer, I guess with hot girl summer. And you know, she's worked with, and now that I think about it, she's worked with Nikki and Cardi because she did the Hot Girl Summer remix. And yes. Then... And be- Beyonce? And Beyonce, and Beyonce, yes. Oh, gosh. And the Beyonce remix of Savage is the best thing And ever. Megan is pretty young. I can't remember how young she she's is. She's like 25 but... or younger, I think. Younger, I think, just because she was rapping while she was in college, studying at the same time, um, and... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Siri's here. How old is Megan the style? Oh, 25. Oh, 25. My <laughs> age. That's embarrassing for me. Um, <laughs> but she is so accomplished. And honestly, if you go back and you watch when she was in the freshman class with the new rappers coming up, I'm not going to talk about the men. Um, but when you watch her like freestyle coming up from like, you know, this is the introduction of the new freshman class of rappers. It is impeccable from day one. Like she really just has such a great flow and control of her words. You can understand what she's saying. Um, and she's just got a personality to match. I think she's, she really did carry that for me. Yeah. And she's got like, like I said, she's, she's so precise in her word and her flow. It's like rappers, you know, rap with rap. It's all about the internal rhythm. It's all about the flow. That's what distinguishes one rapper from another. Mm -hmm. That's what a a rapper puts their trademark on something about how they flow it. And, you know, like I said, I, I like, I don't hate Cardi, but I really feel like WAP didn't really pick up energy wise until it was uh, Megan's. She goes so, Me so fast too. and so hard, yeah. and it's just and her energy in all of her songs is like that. It's yeah. just like bam, 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 like Savage. You know, even that was played to death on TikTok and everything like that. But her verses were good, and like I said, when she joined forces with Beyonce, first of all, for her to be a freshman level rapper 
just out the gate, only really been yeah. on the scene for a year, and get Beyonce, mm-hmm. Queen B of all people, to come and collaborate with you. Like, you must really be doing something impressive because Beyonce does not deign to collaborate with just anyone. And, no, um, absolutely and, not. And, um, and that one goes so hard. I, I like, I always just like, you don't drop, put jeans on, maybe you don't feel my pain. Please don't yeah. give me hype. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> like, it is <laughs> such a good song. And um, Beyonce brings like such a cool, like, energy to that one it's different than than some of the stuff she's done and like i just i i think that like megan has shown that she is formidable a, a, a really great talent from the beginning um even back to like the uh, tina is it tina snow the early stuff where she was doing collabs so, with yeah. the, the baby and stuff like that um she's been consistent oh was she doing that is that yeah, that, that oh. was before Hot Girl Summer even. Yeah, I think. Is that the that ain't the baby? You know, time just uh, time blurs together. <laughs> like, but I believe that like twenty twenty has been an endless slog oh, of nightmares. My gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, mind. Tina Snow was twenty eighteen, man. Yeah. Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, she has been. And honestly, like if you look at the track listings, she's been talking about sex the whole time. I don't yeah. know why we were so surprised. I, did, I literally all of the other like I don't I I can't even begin to wonder why that is a thing. Like and why people are so confused. She's been very uh, mm-hmm. upfront. But um yeah it, it, yeah mixing with the baby who's another kind of new rapper, newer. Yeah, I mean again, yeah. not I think they, today, but they might have been in the same freshman class. Uh don't quote me on that. But <laughs> I think that that's true. Um while she's Googling it, I will say, um, sorry, you know, it's fine. Um, this is Google with Evangeline, a great exactly. segment that you love. <laughs> you will love. <laughs> a new theme song just for that. No, but I think that, um, the, uh, the, um, yeah. Oh gosh. But anyway, Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion is um is um a great you know entry entry level. You know she's coming in and doing a lot and um just very very compelling, very interesting. Now here's another one, and this one is more I would say more underground unless you're on TikTok, which you are, but not everybody is. And um and that is PP Cocaine. Are you familiar with PP Cocaine? Uh, yes, now that you see. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's got a lot of viral sounds going on. Yes. I think one thing that she's been doing, which I think on a marketing level is genius, she releases her songs in snippets and lets them go viral on TikTok. Oh, that's so Before smart. she releases the whole song. So, like, she, they're like the people who are like, Did you hear what I said? Shake some like that, that was released like before the whole song so it's like people want but like it was like it went viral and people were doing it and that happened with several of her audios and um where they would go really big and then she and she has a big presence on tiktok and then she would eventually drop the whole song and she's been picking up speed very quickly it's so smart it's yeah. the way to do it these days exactly. if you get the sound TikTok, going your yeah. your songs will go crazy yeah uh, because people listen to it so much exactly people stream her songs like her she she jumped up to a million followers on TikTok really quickly, and she's very young. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly, but I get the impression she's like in her early 20s. She's mm-hmm. very young. Um, but and her her music takes on an interesting turn too because it is aggressively lesbian. Aggressively, and I, and I, yes. <laughs> and I say that because like like you peep, some people were like, oh, this is the bi anthem or whatever. She's made it very undisputably clear. Like, no, I am yes, lesbian. I saw I like women, car. and this is you know, I mean, not that you can't sing it, but like this is you know, this is yeah. this is not about men. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. and um and she like I said has really kind of come out like said swinging and I think and, and she's another one where it's like kind of like Megan Thee Stallion where it's like look I didn't grow up listening to this kind of music okay I yeah. grew up listening to like Lecrae I didn't I didn't listen to any kind of yeah, hardcore music I saw Lecrae live once oh me too I did, did at, a, at a youth conference Christian kid memories anyway um, uh, <laughs> um, but, um we had very similar upbringings in Angelina and I am <laughs> yeah i saw him when i was at christian college he was in jackson mississippi through the trenches together on those things yeah oh, i honestly no though no shade to lecrae i think he's awesome i think he's very inventive he's a christian rapper if you don't know him um he has his own you know flow and his own beats and he doesn't like uh, earlier today we were listening to like christian versions of the baby songs but they take the beat but they don't take the words they just yeah, write a song about jesus hard. which i just think is like make your own song so corny like, like the very least you could do is make your own as song. a as a christian i'm like embarrassed because i'm like just write your own music dude um don't take a to baby song and make it like really slow and weird and boring like <laughs> 
I needed some stuff with some Jesus in it. Like, it's like <laughs> stop, please stop. Exactly. Stop. So, okay. So speaking of yes. the baby real quick, um, it was the XXL freshman class, the 12th annual one. Um, and including people like Tierra Wack, DaBaby, Roddy Rich, YBN Corday, Rico Nasty, Gunna, Megan the Stallion, and Blueface. Like, I, huh. what a class. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, some of those were um, like Blueface, but anyway. Yeah, let's not. But yeah, um, that's a great group of people. And I love that, you know, so many of them, and Lil Mosey and Kamethazine. And I feel like there's just people who um, have done really well for themselves and it's cool that they all came out of that same like year yeah and it's pretty right good out mix. the gate it's a pretty good mix of male styles to well, styles yeah. and male and female because um, blue face is like the typical like he's every woman's fantasy he's ever <laughs> not me brother no offense to him but um not my not my type also he's, he's so he, he's everything he talks about is gangs and and women and whatever and I just don't think he's a good enough rapper. With Hardy, and it was like Bloods and Crips, and I'm like, I don't know about this one. I mean, he can rap about whatever he wants. I just Just don't know if, like, hey, the Bloods and the Crips are coming together for this. I don't know about the bandana. Just listen. I was watching the scenes from Boys in the Hood the other day, like yesterday, and I was like, man. I, I couldn't survive in South Central LA. <laughs> yeah, um, no, me neither. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, yeah, I. That's a world. That's not my world. A different world, man. Um, Mickey. <laughs> did you watch Boys in the Hood? Um, no, I don't. It's like think Cuba so. Gooding Jr. and Ice Cube. And they're oh, both really young. hey, yeah, it's on my yeah. list of movies to watch. And then, like, like, the, next he, then the other guy who's not played by Cuba, he's his friend or whatever, he shot the thing. Spoilers for a movie that's 30 years old. Anyway, like, and Ricky gets, like, shot because he, like, pissed off the gang and they, they had, like, a, because they bumped into each other. It was so stupid. It was such a stupid beat. But anyway, they, like, shot him from the car and Cuban Gooding Jr.'s like, Ricky! He's, like, <laughs> running in a straight line, which, like, you're not going to outrun a gun and get shot. Oh, no. It's a very sad scene. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how I got on that. But sad. jumping back real quick, because so I was talking about PP cocaine before I got into the prey and whatever the heck happened there. And I was saying that, like Megan Thee Stallion, it's like, I'm not, I'm, I don't usually gravitate towards these, mm-hmm. like, explicit kind of songs. Mm-hmm. But something about her energy yeah. just... I, it worked. I literally today. I was like, I got three just on me, like three musketeers. Hey, hey. Yeah. I tell the show to come in. I'm trying to blow it back out, walking funny for the guy. Like, I was like, why am I singing this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's good at it, and yeah. it sounds awesome. Yeah. I feel the same way. I think it's like it's this amazing like energy that they bring. Uh, it, it causes you to get this thing stuck in your head where you're like, wow, that's not normal. Yeah, for me. Like, I don't work. We're working at elementary school, so I'm like, I better train that. But <laughs> you think they haven't heard oh, it? Oh gosh, they absolutely have. In fact, we were joking today. We're like, yo, they're all gonna come in singing the rap song, and like, it's like, okay, but not at school, please. <laughs> <laughs> not at school, please. When you leave, you can do it. But... Wieners and pancakes. <laughs> we're gonna say wieners. I've <laughs> like hot dogs. Although in retrospect, yeah, yeah, uh, waffles and pancakes. <laughs> That's what the kids' mom version is gonna be. <laughs> well, uh, you know, speaking of kind of like the there, I think that there's like subcategories of female rap and I think one of them is kind of the twerk rap um and I have liked some of the city girl songs as well where it's sort of like they have embraced their sexuality and they're very kind of free with it and they have good energy um I don't necessarily think city girls are like the tightest rappers in the world but they came out the gate with act up and it was sort of like whoa this is awesome these people like are really confident in themselves and they're confident in what they're doing and so like I think that's so attractive. Like it attracts people from all different genres to come and be like, dude, these people are like really awesome. Uh, and, and like adding new fans who might not otherwise like them because you just have like a really cool energy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for I sure. Think that's, that's awesome. I think that um, it is certain something that happens a lot. And just like, again, the different flavors, like no longer, it does it seem like you only have like one or two female members right. to choose from. You've got all this kind of, Options. You think back to um, even some of the or the older, much older, yeah. like in the nineties. Kind of, we had we had more female rappers in the nineties. You know, we had Queen Latifah. She mm-hmm. had, you know, she was good at it. She kind of stopped doing it, but she was, you know, she had a good flow. And we had um, Missy Elliott, um, Kellis, Kellis, Kellis. Yeah, my milkshake brings all uh, boys together. Well, yeah, that's more early two thousands, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, oh gosh, why am I blanking out on her name? The one that was in. Girls, you know you better watch out. Some guys, some guys 
Tyler's real? You know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, um, oh, heck. Okay. How am I not thinking of her? Tracy something? Is it? No, hang on. Okay. Whoa. Not Tracy Chapman, but if we're going to talk not, about fast car. Oh, yeah. You got a fast car. That's not, that's, <laughs> that's not it, but. A beautiful song. Lauren Hill. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> of course. I was just like. The, the queen of it all. The yeah. Pro- I really feel like she, you know. Yeah, you're right. We we did for a long time have more, I think, respected female rappers. And like, mm-hmm. um, I, it may be just that I don't know of as many um, yeah. for a while where it started to feel like they're, it died out and then there was just Nikki, you know? Yeah. But um, so that may be my inexperience, but I do feel like um, when you go back to listen to Queen Latifah, she's another person who had that kind of like amazing, mm-hmm. attractive energy yeah. and such positive uh, self-confidence. Yeah, so positive messages. Awesome and, to listen to. Lauren Hill had a lot of that positivity too, and then unfortunately she had some issues and kind of fell off the scene. But, um, but, um, but a lot of her her first album, her only album really, is um, positive messages. Technically, she had a live album, didn't go well. If you want more information about that, check out Top in the Shadows episode on her uh, her <laughs> train records episode, his train records episode on that, because it is quite a deep dive and it's uh, quite a situation anyway i'm (laughs) but yeah um but but yeah i think that it's definitely the case that um you know a lot of these female rappers remember creation no gucci gucci louis louis fendi fendi prada then basic bitches away that just i don't even bother remember that one yeah yeah that was her song uh oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and then i think she got racist or something uh oh she got racist (laughs) (laughs) a lot of stories in that way anyway um but yeah i think that like you said, there's a lot of um, variation, I guess. Is what yeah, you yeah. You've got Sweetie, um, another person who's kind of on the City Girls track, who is um, another very confident kind of uh, uh, female, like pro-female uh, uh, female rapper. Um, and then you've got the people who I consider to be a little more on the outskirts. I don't know if you ever listened to Princess Nokia. Um, she is kind of on the edgier side, a little more like Rico Nasty. Um, but so, so good. And, and I think that, you know, she's probably gaining a little bit more traction as well. Um, and then uh, No Name is somebody I was going to mention. We were talking about, um, poetic rappers before because she is very, thoughtful uh in how she raps and what she writes about um she had recently had beef with j cole about black lives matter and kind of like oh yeah 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 i think what what happened was i think he i can't even remember all of it but she always comes back in these situations with thoughtful answers and thoughtful replies and i really like her for that reason um yeah yeah i think i do remember some of that going around and there's a lot of internal stuff within the black community that was happening with that um yeah but um but yeah i think that you know again they've got a voice we've got a voice and and seeing more of that voice represented in hip-hop i think is super important whether it is straight rap or whether it is more of a blend of singing like chica or like lizzo or even like some women who are mostly compared mostly considered singers but can can and do rap like beyonce Beyonce and like rihanna both of them oh, like are perfectly capable of working a flow and they have done it before. Yeah. And um, like, I think that like ape shit by um, Beyonce and JV was a very interesting yeah. song. And, and my initial reaction to it was kind of like raising an eyebrow and like, this is very different from their usual it was flow, weird. Yeah. but it kind of worked. And then was, they did the Migos, I mean, they Migos helped write it. So it had a Migos yes. flow, um, but she really, you know, worked it. And I think that, you know, kind of, expanding beyond again sort of expanding beyond the very narrow understanding of what it is to be an artist because yeah, think about drake sure drake is always considered a rapper but drake sings a lot he does most of his radio hits are just him singing so it's like okay so if we have these male people who can still be considered rappers even though they do a lot of singing and um <clears throat> and um we have these female singers who can rap. If, like, if you heard, like, Rihanna's right. verse on uh, Lemon. But, I was literally yeah. going to say, every year I come back to Lemon, I'm yeah. like, oh, right, this is so good. Yeah, that's a very well, good Pharrell song. does the same thing. He yeah. raps, he sings. I love it when people can do both. Yeah. And they don't feel pigeonholed. Um, exactly. Into, into one <laughs> category. I, I respect it a lot because, like, I'm a singer, you know. I, you yeah, know, We both same. sing. We're, I'm classically trained in singing. I'm a vocalist, but... I am not a rapper. Decidedly, uh, me neither. I, 
<laughs> Unfortunately, that's not to say I haven't rapped because yeah. I have. Uh, very few people were in the room. Uh, I did do a rap about a mission trip I did once. So that was. Uh, <sighs> and the guy beatboxing with me was white, too. You know who you are. I'm just kidding. Anyway. Um, no, just kidding. I did do my best. I really, I really tried to do my best on that rap. And unfortunately, it was really hard. <laughs> really hard, guys. Rapping is hard. And I'm the whitest of the whites. So you know how embarrassing that was. <laughs> Look at my skin. I'm a ghost. Cast for the ghost. Know, this is such a... Uh, uh, we have an Instagram now, so you'll see us like, actually... You'll see, see how white I am. Go check out how white I am. True, like, yeah. yin and yang situation going on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Like, and I like I remember there was this rap, quote-unquote... I used to write songs a lot when I was like 12. Yeah, songs, I did. quote unquote. I wrote it. Songs, very songs. bad yeah. songs. I was a nerdy little homeschool child, and I did very like, yeah. tremendous film. But anyway, I remember so well this, like, Right, I wrote, and I thought I was a boss. I was Did you perform it? Not in front of anybody, maybe my parents, but then I recorded it, though. I had to record it for the longest time. Maybe I'll find it someday. And it was on a tape. Leak the tape. <laughs> Leak, Leak the tape. rap tape. And at this point, I was heavily inspired by Toby Mack, who's another oh, Christian yes. rapper. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was the cringiest thing ever. But I just, like, I don't have the... The, I don't know the internal rhythm, like the flow to like work. So like, rapping is more than just speaking out loud. Yeah, about being able to work a flow to ride a flow. Like I can, I mean, I rap along with something in the radio, but like if I were to rap by myself, it would be like, "What are you doing?" See, it's like, it's like, well, this is this is so dumb. If you're a rapper, please forgive me for what I'm about to say. But when you write words like poetry. Um, you have to think about the syllables and the beats in them and decide how you're going to play with those beats when you're speaking them out loud. Because when you're reading it off a cue card, which I was when I was doing my rap, you know, like you don't immediately, you have to have the kind of intuition to say, here I would do kind of a triplet beat, here I would do a pause. Like the people who can freestyle right. in a way where they are not tripping over their words, like it is such a skill, it's such a talent to be able to do that because it is not just like normal speech. It's really, a, it's a talent in and of itself. Um, and with my very limited experience, I learned that. Um, and I think that just having good rhythm doesn't like obviously rhythm is part of it, but being just like a four four six eight kind of uh, vocalist like I am doesn't necessarily lead to having the kind of beat that you need to to rap. Yeah, um, you have to be able it's to a, switch it's up a, the beat. It's an amazing, yeah, it's an amazing skill to have. And a lot of times when people switch up, the, when rappers will switch up the flow, it's like so cool sounding right. because like to, to be riding a steady 4-4 four, four and then go into a subdivided 6-8 or whatever. Like, yes. that you know, it's a totally, um, you know, and a lot, the fact that a lot of people who learn to do that, they learn it on the street. They, well, a right. lot of, I mean, not, I'm sure some did, but a lot of rappers didn't go to like school to get Rap a master's school. degree, to go to get a master's degree in musicology or like, you know, right, exactly. music theory. Like, it's just, a, it's a natural ability to ride the beat, which I think is impressive exactly like there's a song on um i can't remember which one it is on the the baby's new album but he i think had gotten a little bit of flack for every for his sounds his song sounding too different uh too similar um and he does this amazing like beat switch flow where he just it's almost jarring but like in a good way where the he switches up the flow so much to show that he can do it um because it's just like, you know, you can lean on one thing too much, um, but to, it's really a talent to be able to, like, jump back and forth between time mm -hmm. signatures like that, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely definitely a big part of, you know, what makes it, and what makes it so compelling to hear, too, for the listener. It's just right. like, oh, yeah, this is really great. I like that. Um, and I think that that is very much something that we take for granted because we don't think about like what the technique a lot, a lot of people who listen i mean not everybody is music nerds like us and they don't listen to music right and conduct along and like, with okay, a rap yeah, exactly. song you know and try to figure out like oh what's what's the voice is a four four beat or whatever like you know yeah but the fact that you know aesthetically we can all appreciate music on that level i think is really cool exactly um and I just, you know, I love that we're having a more of a artistic conversation about rap and that we are, you know, it, for so many years, it has been appreciated as an art form. But like, I love to see women come into this field and use this art form as a way to express themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And to express 
every facet of themselves. Yeah, which not just in, one thing. Which includes the more poetic, but it also includes the sexual facet. Because exactly. if a man can rap about his fantasies, rap about how he enjoys, you know, intercourse, then the wife, you know, women yes. should have that right as well. And I don't think that it needs to be held to this whole like, oh, women can only rap about one thing, or women shouldn't rap about uh-huh. that one thing. It's unladylike or whatever. What I just think that th- those conversations are so silly and so limiting. And it really kind of reminds me how far we have to go in making rap more accessible. Yes. Because even like I said, with some of the, a lot of the women we've listed today, wide variety of topics, but even within their subcategories of those topics, you know, like we got Meg The Stallion and Cardi B who rap about their waps um, and their, um, and their sexual prowess, which is something, however, even both of them, for the most part, as far as I can tell, rap from a heteronormative standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's about that in in response to the D. And um, when you got people like PP Cocaine who are rapping com- pretty exclusively from a non. We should make a new podcast just called "In Response to the D" because exactly. I did really like that. <laughs> yeah, um, but you're right. You're right. They're they're starting to be more rappers coming from different like sexuality standpoints mm-hmm. too, which is cool. Um, yeah, and I, I love that there is a there is more room opening up for people to come in and have different viewpoints in that way. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, uh, this has been enjoyable. We have a lot of um, new social, I guess not a lot, but a few new social opportunities yeah. for you. I mentioned in the last episode that we were going to start uh, um, started a podcast. We started a podcast. We did that. Started, started a Patreon that is now live. You can support us on the link that is in the podcast notes, as well as you can support us um, through Anchor, which that link should also be in the podcast notes. Um, if you want to support our podcast, we also have some other socials. Yeah, um, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Hot Tea Hot Takes Pod. Um, we'll be posting uh, little clips and pictures there, um, and you can also follow us on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Hot Tea Hot Takes. Just that. No Just pod. that. No pod. Yeah. Um, and uh, that w- there may be more in the future, but those right now, you can follow us there for updates. Um, see how wide I am. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Casper the Ghost. Um, and we would love to see you there because we want to uh, we want to see who is listening and connect with you guys because uh, you're very important to us. Yes, for sure. And like, and one of the options on the uh, Patreon, you know, there are options to like look at the respond to posts or vote mm-hmm. on certain things, you know, in the future, maybe get some suggestions. For yeah. We episodes. would love to hear what you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, if you hear of some great new Ben Shapiro remix, yeah. we need to <laughs> yes, listen to exactly. some hot new Ben Shapiro track. We should drop that. Please don't send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, but, uh, yes. And so thank you so much for listening. And um, uh, today our tea was, what was our tea today? Um, it was a black tea that had some orange and chocolate flavors in it oh, um, yeah. and some Mexican sugar. It oh. was a loose tea. This was one of Aaron's many loose teas. Um, <laughs> and I very much enjoyed it. But yeah. I am all out of tea now, Aaron. So yeah. I guess we have to go. I guess I'm, we're all out of takes as well. Oh, but before we go, we do need to give our tea fact. Oh, tea um, fact. Yes, our tea fact today is that green tea and black tea are made from the same plant, which I didn't know for a while. Um, it's just a matter of how long it like is allowed to like cook mature or, mature yeah or, when it's when the leaves are picked it begins to oxidize and becomes reactive blah 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 so like all of the teas come from the same plant it's just a matter of how long they're allowed to mature on the oh man that's awesome that, right? that's sure. really cool yeah very neat um anyway thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys next time bye bye